Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to I hate to tell you, but hoes mad. <laughs> they mad about this. <laughs> There's a lot of them mad about this. So I I tweeted like about a it. <laughs> they are mad. Now, the there was a lot of conjecture and a lot of negativity coming from the other side of the state about SUNY. I mean, we're not traditionally we haven't been a great gymnastic school uh they weren't very good when you and i and ike were in school uh yeah you could um you could you could throw a pin in the gymnasium and hear it drop during a gymnastics meet back in the day but this is first of all i want to say i think that suny returning is indicative of a positive sports culture that we are building outside of football Bruce Pearl yeah. said it. He said everything's school. I don't want to brag, but I tweeted. Bruce Pearl retweeted me, uh, and I was just like, "Oh, I, I had to, I had to double check to make sure it wasn't like a fake account." I was like, "Is this the real <laughs> Bruce Pearl? Did he actually retweet me?" But he did, and um, it was the second part of my tweet that I'm sure he was agreeing with. In that we got something going on outside of football at Auburn, and SUNY choosing to come back is indicative of that. I think that she felt camaraderie here i think she felt the love from the fans i think she loved the culture we embraced her this year and in what she gave us in return was way more yeah and for her to give auburn another year is phenomenal i think it says a lot about her as a person and i think it says a lot about the olympic sports culture that we're building at auburn everything's cool so, so happy to hear that, man. I, I think, you know, she wants, if she wants to go to the Olympics, the next Olympics, she's got to start training. And there are only, there are limited opportunities to qualify. That's why she was going to make the jump. If she wants to go to the next Olympics, she needs to start training almost immediately. So, uh, I'm not claiming to be an expert on this. So, if I'm wrong, you know, don't hold me to this. But I want to say that. Choosing to come back for, for to Auburn for another year actually reduces the probability that she could qualify for the next Olympics. Because people are people were not understanding on social media like what the big deal was. That's the decision she was faced with. But we know she's she's good on money. Right. right? So she, I mean, I don't know that her deals are any different now staying at Auburn than they are going to train for the Olympics. I really don't. I think she's probably making the same amount of money, but like 
This is big. This is big for Auburn. So with that being said, how much fun is spring 2023 going to be for Auburn sports with SUNY Lee coming back and Auburn basketball expected to be good yet again? When does Julian Phillips announce? The it's coming up. Is it this this week? I think it's this week sometime. I think it's it's next week, actually. Next week? Uh, It's either the end of this week or early next week. I can look it up real quick. It might be Saturday. Um, but if we join, if, if we, if we get him, that's an absolute coup and Caesar is right. 2023 spring is going to be nuts at Auburn because this basketball team will have lost Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith and possibly have gotten 12, better. Actually is when the he's 12? announcing. Yeah. This okay, week. okay. So Thursday. So Thursday, yeah. uh, it gotten better. You went out, you picked up Janai Broom. Um, you bring, you, you maybe you got Johan. And then you're maybe yeah. bringing in this other kid. Plus, you've got um, Westry and uh, Donaldson, and like, like, what? Come on, man! What? How is yeah. Bruce doing this, man? He he is a magician. Listen, man, you when you start winning, people recognize that that's a place where I can go play. Like you you put, I mean, first round year draft after picks. year. There you go. Yeah, you put first round <laughs> draft picks in the league like four years straight. Mm-hmm. I like, want. Uh, I wonder, guys, I'm not reading about all the huge NIL deals these guys are signing to come to Auburn. I'm I'm not. That doesn't seem to be news. Right. It doesn't seem like NIL is hindering athletes from coming here. No. It just doesn't. So everybody keeps making a big deal about our NIL, whatever. I just, I, don't... I just, I think that there's, there's more football players who are lead for whatever reason they're leading the conversation on NIL as far as, um, or they're leading with that in their conversations with schools. I don't know that basketball players are doing that as much. Maybe it's because with basketball you can go pro earlier. And so, like, they're they don't have to wait as long. Maybe that's a yeah. part of it. I, and so, like, football players are like, man, shoot, like, if I'm gonna have to do three years here, then I'm gonna need my money now. Like, I don't know. And, if, and like, if, you, if and if you're so hard pressed as a basketball player and you're that good, you got the G League there as well. Like, that's that's another opportunity. So I I don't think basketball is that big of a deal as football. Yeah, I'm just saying. To, it to, to the, the point is that yeah, talent. Uh, the thing is, if you're talented, you can get NIL money wherever you go. Wherever it you doesn't, go. It does not matter. Like, And that's the thing that, like, no. you don't have to try to make that a sales pitch to a kid. If he's if he could ball, people are going to want to stand. Listen, we 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 have sponsors. All right. So let's <laughs> let, you're telling me some talented 18 year old football player can't figure out how to make sponsorship money work for him. Yeah, you're right. Do it. Yeah, if I can call up a random business and say, hey, I'm Mike G from The War Report. I don't know how much you know about YouTube, but you should give us money. And some <laughs> guy says, you know what? I've never heard of you before, but okay. Some kid, almost every kid in college, you know, NIL, it actually helps more so the kids who are not stars and would otherwise have no earning potential. Right. It does, right. because you're right. The big names, they're going to get their bag no matter what. Right. That's just the way it is. There's always going to be some business 
waiting to capitalize on. And you know why? It's because NIL presents an opportunity for them to form relationships with breakout athletes early. Right, right. So when they do go pro, people still giving him money for some reason. He's trash. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a bit that he will become something and they will have been on the forefront of his stardom. People are rolling the dice, man. It's just gambling. That's all it is. So there there are. There are companies out there willing to do that. I, you know, we've got some exciting things coming, you know, with NIL. I'm actually dropping, I mean, I failed to mention this. I'm actually dropping an interview. So if you're a patron, you'll get the Derek Brown interview, but everybody is going to get an interview we did with a lawyer from Gatehouse Law and talking about the intricacies of NIL. Uh, so this is a series that we're continuing to do until the season starts to help educate people on NIL what it is, what's allowed, what's not allowed, and the impact that it's having on college athletics. So lots of interesting content coming in that regard. But uh, I just I just thought it was noteworthy that the, I'm hearing all these five-star basketball players are committing to Auburn. <laughs> and I'm not hearing anything about their NIL deals. Nothing. I haven't seen one article saying so-and-so signed a big NIL deal and is going to Auburn. Right. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Right. So good. Well, listen, um, I'm excited. So so SUNY SUNY still can qualify for the Olympics returning to Auburn. It's just the the opportunities or chances is less than if she would have just left. Well, is that what I'm understanding? The, the yep. way that you train for the Olympics is drastically different. Different. Than yeah. Training with gotcha. um, you know your collegiate team. And so <clears throat> she would have to do much more specialized training and, and her time commitments as well. Like if she's still in school, she's got to go to class. If she's training for the Olympics, that's all she's doing. She's just going, yeah. she's waking up, she's training. She might have some other appearance stuff that she has to do, you know, for sponsorship things. But like, yeah, she's, she's more narrowly focused on gym as opposed to splitting her time between gym and, and school. So. Right. But there are qualifying events that she right. has to, she has to compete in. Um, and I don't know that she could do that and be in at Auburn at the same Correct. time. And so there's going to be less of those opportunities for her to do that. Uh, James Barnett says, I think people are underestimating this team. We are not without talent. What do you guys think about yes. that? Yeah, 100%. Just a lot of psychics out here to just know we're going to be a five-win football team. A lot of Cleos, right? Yeah, I'm not buying it. I just think that that negativity is rooted in a disdain that people have already decided that they have for Harson. And um, there were some narratives that got floated out there. It's clear the people who have limited the scope of their information to certain sources because they have not left those narratives behind. I, I was arguing with uh, with somebody on Twitter the other day about Alan Green wanting to be at Auburn. And they're like, he, how could he want to be at Auburn? He interviewed for this job and that job. And I'm like, well, just because he interviewed someplace doesn't mean he doesn't want to be here. 
That's a really silly statement. So, you know, we have to get behind our coaches and our team and show them that they've got support here. The season yeah. that Harson is going to have is going to be really important to Allen Green's future, ultimately, I think. Uh, because no matter how well we're doing outside of football, it boils down to football. That's never going to change. So they need to show imp- improvement this year. I just think that the culture change could have gone a lot worse than it did last year. People seem to forget 2012. The last time we tried to change systems completely, it yielded the worst season we've had, we've had in 50 years. Three and nine. Awful. So this year, uh, last year, it just wasn't as it just wasn't as bad. Could have gone worse. It right. didn't, and we competed. And, and I think that it's more likely that we take steps forward than we take steps back. That's just my thought. I'm excited about gymnastics, man. And that's that's weird to say. That's interesting to say that here we are excited about gymnastics in the whole spring. I'm I'm excited about what we're doing with Auburn baseball. Uh, we're doing well on the diamond, and so. You're talking about yet another great spring. If you remember in 2021, we had a down year in basketball, but we also had down years everywhere else. And that was that was kind of like a thing uh, that was kind of one of the, an indictment on the athletic program is we struggled in football. We fired Gus, hired Har- Harson, but we also had a down year in basketball down year in, in, in baseball. And so it was like, okay, Auburn athletics needs to take a step forward. Well, now we're looking at two consecutive springs of really good, of just a really good spring as it pertains to baseball, basketball, gymnastics. I'm curious to see what women's basketball does, uh, softball. Like I'm looking forward to seeing just what we do, especially if we improve in the fall with football. On the heels of that comes an impressive spring, so I'm 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 excited about what's happening with Auburn. We really are. Let me see. Is is it too early to jump on the Everything School T-shirts? They exist. They're out there. They're already out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's going to be a definitely an uptick for sure, man. So I'm excited about that. It's going to be. Um... These next couple of weeks for Auburn sports, uh, we'll be looking out for the Julian Phillips announcement. I'll, I'll be really interested to see if he signs. Um, with, if with he Auburn. does sign with Auburn, we might do a, a live. Yeah, yeah a that live might one. be worth a spontaneous live um, because that what an absolute coup that would be for Bruce Pearl. Yeah. I can't stress that enough. That guy is a hell of a coach. And he's doing it on and off the basketball court. He's he's changing the sports culture at Auburn. And, you know, we've been a football school for so long, but the excitement over spring sports, over baseball and even tennis, swimming, equestrian, like just everything has been just great. And Bruce Pearl has been at the forefront of that. So him capping all that with landing another impact player, uh, and Julian Phillips would just be the perfect kind of cap to his year. I think going into next year and gives a lot of Auburn fans something to really look forward to headed into November. So I think we go to don't we do we play in the Bahamas or something next year? Cancun. They're going to Cancun. OK, they are, they are going to Cancun. That's it. So there's a tournament in Cancun that they're headed to. 
and um, there should there are going to be some pretty good teams down there. Uh, and this is going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting to see what he can do. We just gave him, you know, $50 million contract. And um, I think the expectation should be that Auburn makes the tournament every single year. There should be no year that Bruce Pearl misses the NCAA tournament. And now that we become a um, premier destination for talent, I expect him to reload in the portal every single year. Like I think, I, I, yeah, I think it's fair to say that that should be the expectation. Now we paid you like a top five coach in college basketball. And um, you've proven that you can produce that. So we just need to see it. You know, every year now it's going to be interesting to see, but I, I think it should be a foregone conclusion. Auburn makes the tur- the tourney every year. Every year yeah. from now until Bruce retires. Okay. I think that's with the with the the quality depth that we're getting, I don't think that's far fetched. Uh again, if we get this Phillips, that's just gonna be scary how we have literally guys coming off the bench that could start for other schools. Yeah, let me put it this way. So we got the one of the best high school players in, in, you know out of the in the country last year, Jabari Smith, and we picked up Walker Kessler. And I think that recent history still has people's mind and doubt about what kind of basketball program we were. So we were very lowly rated coming into last season, like just barely inside the top twenty-five, if I if I recall correctly. Yeah, it's like 22, 23. Yeah, we were, yeah, it's just we were picked to finish fifth in the SEC. Just, I mean, there were no expectations really on Auburn. I'll be interested to see what kind of expectations now we have coming into the yeah. season. Now we lost Jabari, and for the last couple of years, they haven't been giving Auburn that benefit of the doubt. Right? You lose Isaac Okoro, you lose Sharif Cooper, and it's like, okay, they got to start over. But it doesn't seem to affect a, a lot of the blue blood programs that way because they expect them to reload no right. matter who they lose. Right Now I'll be interested to see if Auburn has earned a spot in that we expect you to reload and be good every year. Top 15 will tell me that we're getting that respect. I think maybe top 10, maybe top 10. What do you, what do you think? What says we're getting that respect? Uh, I, I think – Top 15 is probably where we Top will land. Reasonable. Um, if we had if we had done better in the NCAA tournament, then I would say probably top 15. I mean, top 10 would be um, likely. But, um, but yeah, I think top 15, if anything outside the top 15, I think it's disrespectful. Yeah, I, I think I think schools like Arkansas, they're getting their respect because I think they made it to the Sweet 16 two years in a row. Mm-hmm. So if you start doing that, getting into the tournament or to the sweet 16 more like consistently people will start seeing you as a program that, that should make a run each and every year may not win at all, but they expect you to be in the picture. Yeah. And does like last season hurt Bama, you were picked to win the sec West and we're nowhere near the best team in the following that following that logic. It should, but right. It should hurt them. I mean, they should not be highly rated and then they're highly rated recruit. They lost, right? Yeah. Then Davison leave. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. going he, to the draft. Right. So I don't know why, but he's going realistically to speaking, prove to me that they got better. 
I, somebody will have to explain to me. I swear I will blow a gasket. Now, it doesn't ultimately matter where they rank us in the preseason, but I don't, but it does matter when you start talking about who the best team in the country is halfway through the season. Right. That week that we should have taken number one that we didn't, that was the disrespect. Right. Yeah. That, that, we, uh, that was handed to us because where we started the season. And it didn't matter who we beat or how many games we won in a row. They were going to make Auburn win that extra game to prove that we were the number one country. Number one team in the country. Yeah. But if I swear, man, if, if Bama gets picked to finish over Auburn this coming season, I'm going to lose my ever loving mind. <laughs> I just don't think there's no way, man. There's no way we got to be. We have to be. Auburn should be top three. It can't be LSU. I don't think reasonably it could be Bama. It should be Auburn, Tennessee, Kentucky, maybe Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas is going to be in the picture. Those are your top four teams in the SEC going into next season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> John Brandon, Jesse Newell is not voting anymore, so that will. You are, you now, are now listening, listening to. to- 